everybody. Uh, welcome to the Film oh, Pigs uh, podcast. Uh, I am uh, your host this episode, Todd Anderson. Uh, I'm here with uh, Stephen J. Skelton. Hello, everyone in the internet. <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like really trailed <laughs> off at the end. <laughs> Uh, I like to I like to start the shows letting people know exactly what they're going to be getting for the rest of the running time. Uh, so uh, our longtime fans know it's summertime, and summertime is the time when Stephen Falk disappears because he does a show that he gets paid for. Yeah. Uh, so he's not here, uh, which means that this is going to be one of our uh, famous. Bacon episodes. Everyone loves them. <laughs> Skeleton, tell the people who may be first-time listeners, what is right, the... right? All our first-time <laughs> listeners. Well, we're always who accidentally subscribed to us on iTunes, and are like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> what is a bacon episode? Okay, our regular podcast has a very uh, meticulous and well-thought-out structure that has uh, subjects we discuss in uh, different segments that uh, range from silly to whimsical, and it's a uh, carefully crafted podcast that we all participate in and bring to you as often as we can in order to entertain and inform. The bacon Mm -hmm. is not that. What is it? It's... Uh, oh shit, we don't really have uh, everybody together and uh, don't feel like preparing anything, so I'm just going to pull a dumb subject out of my ass <laughs> and we'll talk about it. So it's more like a a regular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I sure. You know. Yeah. It's like a... It's like a I I'll... mean, the difference is, is we generally don't go like over two hours uh, right. We're, we're, you know, a regular podcast is usually between an hour and an hour and a half. Yeah. And the Bacons, you're usually under an hour, half hour to an hour. You know, we're reasonable. We're yeah, reasonable re- we're, in our laziness. We're not going to completely waste your time. <laughs> just, <laughs> we're not going to waste all of your free time yeah. after work. We're just going to waste like a half hour to 45 minutes. Yeah. If yeah. it's a Bacon episode. Yeah. If it's a full episode, it's not a waste of your time. No, you no, learn. It's, it's essential. You learn yeah. and you feel good about humanity. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's that's, a, and that's it's, our, Yeah, I can't believe we do this for free. I I can't either. It's such a service. Feel free to send us uh, sacks of cash. We'll set up a p- Patreon. Yeah. Uh, although there are rumors that Rupert Murdoch is going to buy out the film pigs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just turn it into uh, violent animal porn. Like or just he did. It's, it's un- going to become it's going to become a white supremacist podcast. <laughs> did you like subtly though? Yeah, because that's what he does. Like he took over National Geographic, and the magazine suddenly had like a lot of articles that seem like they might be questioning yeah, yeah, the yeah. reality of global yeah. warming. And then the National Geographic channel is t- just twenty four hours of animal violence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like this, like the film pigs. By this time, the film pigs podcast. By this time next year, it'll be the film pigs podcast brought to you by Stormfront. <laughs> well, you know, if he's willing to pay me a lot of money for the film pigs, you'll you'll become a white supremacist. I I will become a white supremacist. You got a mortgage for the re- yeah yeah. I'm in escrow right now. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Um, 
And then, did you hear about the uh, the National Geographic photographers that were dumping chum off a boat right off the beach in Long Beach? Really? Yeah. And apparently, they've been doing it for a while, ever since Rupert Murdoch took over fucking National Geographic. And now there's a R- big... Rupert Chum Murdoch? <laughs> yeah. The Chumster, as his <laughs> friends call him. And the... He has no friends. <laughs> and the whole damn... The whole community's got a problem because there's been multiple shark attacks Well, because it's full of chum. Yeah, it's chum and surfers. Yeah. It's a shark smorgasbord. <laughs> Oh, you barely got that out. I don't know how to say that word right. <laughs> I I try to say it like uh, Kevin uh, Bacon in Tremors. Yeah, it's you can see the whole valley's one big smorgasbord. smorgasbord. <laughs> like he says it almost like the Swedish Chef says it. <laughs> he does. He really does. So it's like one of those words that you live in like mortal terror of being asked to pronounce. Yeah, you do, yeah, you don't. Like, want. Or like wait, like synecdoche, <laughs> or or. <laughs> I don't even know if I said it right. I don't know. I wouldn't even try. I would just simply say no. No, I, I will not. I will not. And immediately go home. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you are. I don't like you. <laughs> Bye. I say good day to you. Um, okay, so I thought because the the horror nerds, you know. Yeah. On the on the internet. Oh, they're all over that internet. On the social media feeds, they're excited. Are they? About a a movie coming out in September or October. Oh? uh, About some kind of clown. A clown movie. That lives in the sewer. Hmm, this sounds familiar. Well, at one point, uh, it was just a novel. A really, really long novel. Right. With a lot of, like, creepy, rapey stuff in it. Right. uh, That I'm not sure is that the perspective on it is not quite right maybe in it the novel i don't know do okay. you remember reading it no i do not uh it's no I, I don't think i actually ever read it that was yeah at, that that was after i had gone through my stephen king phase and i was like all right i've think I've read enough. Yeah, it was the last novel, one of the and, last novels And not that I don't that I like Stephen King, but I find I find, you know, his novels like his like the movies that are made from his stories uh to be very hit and miss. Yeah. Sometimes they're really great and engaging and other times they're like, "What?" Well, and as time has gone by, to However, be, I do I, really I, like his Twitter feed. Yeah, he, I like Stephen King yeah, and I like I, and, and 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 there's a lot of nostalgia for me about Stephen King cuz he was like the first author I read as a kid, you know, the right age. Yeah. But my parents were just happy I was reading, reading. but they had no idea Cuz they thought what. maybe or was he going to be a dummy his whole life or yeah. start reading. Yeah. But no, so. now he's reading away. He's eating it up. Yeah. But there was gore and sex and all that yeah. and lots of bad language. Um, and all, they the did, things, all the things you love. All the things that make me me. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed Stephen King. So, but it was one of the last ones that I read because right. his novels too. It, 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 he writes so much and he's written for so long that there, a lot of them are just regurgitations. It feels like. Yeah. Um, like Dreamcatcher was the 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 last one that I read. But that was only because Hillary had to, my wife had to read it back when she was a script reader. Oh, right. Cause, yeah, and okay, she yeah. was like, oh my God, you got to read this. It's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever read. <laughs> and I, I read it. I was like, oh my God, you're right. This is the dumbest thing. <laughs> and uh, and I kind of loved it and loved the movie because the we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Because I thought we would talk no, about it. No, let's not talk about it. Let, no, we'll talk. I just. Let's sit in I, silence for the rest of the podcast. I, <laughs> 
We'll talk about it more later, <laughs> is what I meant to say. Um, so I thought, you know, because these bacons, I don't really prepare. What I did was... It's weird, because you seem really prepared. I put uh, Stephen King's uh, feature films into Wikipedia, and then I got a list. Wow, wow, you really pulled out all the stops yeah. for this one. So there's a, a list, and I'm going to skip... There's some that are short films, you know? Yeah. And TV movies and stuff, I'm skipping that shit. Straight to video. I'm not going to bother with okay. straight to video. Although, I got to say, though, like in college, that was a big thing with me and friends in college was uh, getting together and getting like like baked and super drunk for every all the new Stephen King TV miniseries. That was always a big event because they were so terrible. Oh, yeah. I did that, too. Yeah. Yeah, The Stand yeah. and... and uh, the Langoliers. The, oh, my God. <laughs> The Langoliers. The Golden Years. Golden Years. Oh, my God. Shit. It's all (laughs) shit. Um, So we're going to talk, because, you know, our podcast is about movies. Yes. No, I know. Not TV movies. I'm aware of Movies. And sometimes we talk about direct-to-video, but that's just... Well, because the lines are blurring now. Yeah, they're blurring. And us uh, and synergy and and cross brand promotions. That the way you said all those words gave me a Woody. <laughs> I, re- I have to fuck something now. I'm gonna pause this. We'll be back in an instant. Yeah. To the listener, it won't seem like, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go S- fuck stay a tree. Away, stay away from the cat. I'm gonna. No, the cats won't come near me anymore because <laughs> of my behavior. They know you, but they know better. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so um, Stephen King, movies. What was his first movie? What do you think his first movie? The first movie... That they made from... From a Stephen King... From one of his novels? Yeah, very first. Okay, so we gotta go... I'll tell you the year. 1976. Is it Carrie? It is Carrie. Well done, Steve Scalvin. I love Carrie. You love Carrie? I do love that movie. Oh, okay, great. When I first saw it, I did not care for it. I thought it was slow. It is, but and the horror didn't happen to later. But but it's a but it's a but it's a quintessential like you know it's a prototypical low budge hormone. Yeah. Well, now I mean, when I was a kid, I had I, I De Palma rubbed me the wrong way because his movies were like cheesy, exploitative Hitchcock ripoffs. Sort of yeah. is what he did. But then I got older, and I was like, oh. And then you're like, wait, I love all that I, I love this stuff. garbage. Yeah. yeah, I love De Palma's garbage. Yeah. And uh, What was I on my high horse for? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and, and and having gone back and watched Carrie, I do, I do as an adult, like Carrie, yeah. unlike mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid. But maybe I was too close to it, because it was high school when yeah. I saw it, and yeah. it, I was like, this But is- also when you're a younger kid, it's, you know, it's you want more monsters. Yeah. And, you know, Less, uh, it's more Christine. More Christine, yeah, because I liked Christine when yeah. I was a kid. So the very next movie, based on a Christine? Stephen King novel, was in 1980. Feels like there's something before. I, I I would say, yes, there was. Because Christine was like maybe like eighty two, eighty three. Uh, uh, Christine is uh, eighty three, correct? I'm awesome. You are awesome. I was, I was but the fact on. that you're not getting this is surprising to me because this is oh oh The Shining. Yes. Yeah. So and that struck me because the the one two punch. It's of, hard because yeah, it's hard because I actually I mean. I think rightfully so. I think of that more as a Stanley Kubrick movie than a Stephen King movie because it's so deviated so far from... And so does Stephen King, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't... And I still don't like The Shining. 
I like, I mean, The Shining is a, uh, it's not a solid movie, but it's a great kind of abstract collection of terrifying images. The images are, are, you know, creepy, but I wouldn't call them terrifying. I don't find anything about the movie scary because, one, The Shining, it's called The Shining, and The Shining has very little to do with the plot. It's basically... yeah crazy Jack Nicholson running around with an axe like doing the most over the top oh no yeah I don't it's, I don't, it's like, like I, don't a, think it, I don't think it holds up he's like doing was, a comedy but when I was when I was younger when I saw it I thought it was very scary well and um, it's, but but it's the barrage of images it's 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 a very surreal nightmarish uh, style sure. of movie which I think all is that's just what Kubrick was going for he was trying to create a nightmare Right. He wasn't trying to adapt Stephen King's. No, no, book and he all. wanted to do. He wanted to do a, a, yeah. actually a more typical horror movie, which is why in the novel the uh, uh, Scatman, uh, Scatman Crothers, Crothers uh, what was his name like Hollerin or something like that. I feel like the character's name is Hollerin, but I could be wrong. Um, but he doesn't die in the novel. Right. He actually saves the kid. And the mom, because the kid is sending right. him, uh, right, sending uh, him uh, the psych- psychic messages. Psychic messages. Yeah. Um, but Kubrick was like, we need to kill somebody. There's no body count in yeah. this. There is no body count in the novel. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, you know, The only one who dies in the novel is Jack Nicholson's character, but he's actually killed by hedges and right. not frozen to death. Um, in any event, so, so Kubrick was like, let's kill this character. You know, and also it's a yeah. horror movie, so uh, you know a black character can't possibly live through it. Yo, not so, a not a horror movie in America. He was he was nailing it. He was <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> uh, the next one, nineteen eighty two. Uh, 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 creep show. Oh, creep show. So yes. again, and creep show is really good. I love creep show. Uh, so one, two, and you know. People love The Shining, so let's just go ahead and say The Shining's in general considered well, but, a good but movie. I th- but I think, but I, you know, but I think, you know, there, the, I think there's a there's a more of an argument with The Shining than than an overwhelming love for it. I think there, I think there are people on both sides. There's, you know, that's true. Kubrick lovers that are that you know that 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 are in its camp, but you know, King purists. Right. Right. Yeah. But 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 again, like I said, I don't. I think of it more of a Kubrick movie and not a King. Right. It's like king property and name only. Mostly. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is when I looked at this list, what I, what struck me, because when you think of Stephen King movies, mm-hmm. right, in general, especially the horror ones, you don't think of good movies. You think bad movies. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I tend to, I usually think of like more like a B movie. Right. Like cheesy, over the top, fun ideas. Mm-hmm. Drive-in is kind of a bit drive-in horror, old yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Like as I said, I think he seems to be very influenced by old school, like you know, fifties drive-in horror for sure. Uh, and so it, it it has that feel to it, but with like a like a very you know his very kind of like really weird, twisted. Oh wait, this is now it's really terrifying for some reason. Right. <laughs> now it's gone. Now it's gone too far. Right. Right. Exactly. So. 82's Creep Show, which Romero directed. Yeah. It's definitely one of Romero's best movies. Oh, yeah. And it's fun. And it really takes the comic book concept. Yeah. You know, yeah, the no, full the nines, framing, the the framing, framing device. The, yeah. The, yeah, the guy is, is great. Um, it's a good no, movie. Across the board, it's a great horror. And, it, and like you say, it's very over the top. Very, it, it's, it's definitely 
comedic in yeah. tone. Uh, almost horror comedy, maybe not overtly horror. But I think, like, but King often skirts that. He often almost pushes into horror comedy. And he's in quite. one of, he's he's yeah. in the one yeah. about the guy who yeah, turns, who turns into, into a into pile the, of grass. Yeah. It's called it's called pile of grass. Uh, yeah, that's the I name believe of it. That is, I believe your your research is it's as always either called pile of grass or the lonesome death of Jordy Verrill. I can't remember which one. Or it is. hey, dude, I'm moss. I'm mossy. <laughs> <laughs> and then in '83, you got Cujo. Cujo. And that was underrated at yeah. the time. Yeah. But I think it's definitely one of the best. King adaptation, but but I also think like with these early King movies is what you uh, tended to lose in the later ones that were the more kind of horror bent stories. Uh, what you know made your like your Cujos and your Christines and your Carries really compelling was you know they weren't spending a shit ton of money on these movies. No, it that's was true. The studio was going, hey, this is a guy who's got who's a popular horror author, and they were treating it like, well, we I think we can make some decent B-movies out of these and make some bucks on it. Oh, yeah, do you want, Sorry, you want to get that? No, I apologize. Now we have to start over. No, just finish your thought. Well, I, now it's gone. Anyway, Cujo's thought great. Thought is gone. No more thoughts. And Dee Wallace should have got a goddamn yeah. Oscar for that. She's fantastic in it. Oh, my God. It's her and a kid trapped mm-hmm. in a car the whole fucking movie. It's yep. scary as shit. Yep. And it looks awful. They're sweaty and they, they're Oh, it looks mess. like it, was a, it lo- must have been a miserable shoot. Yeah. Just because it's so, like, must have been, like, just boiling hot. Having um, uh, worked with uh, uh, Dee Wallace a couple times, I can tell you I've asked her all the Cujo name, stories. Name dropping already, aren't I am close personal friends <laughs> with Dee Wallace. I am her favorite person. She's a delight. <laughs> she is a delight. She did the Film Pig show, mm-hmm. uh, the web show. Uh, or and, defunct. And, but show. she did say, uh, she's really proud of Cujo, but she said it was hell. Oh, yeah. Hell on wheels. Yeah. It was a hard, hard shoot. Um, so, uh, but actually because it was fucking cold, I guess. Really? Because you know they're supposed to look hot and it's fucking yeah. freezing cold. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. It's, it's like that, uh, did you see This is the End? That, that oh, movie? yeah, yeah. Craig Robinson's like, people don't understand how hard it is being an actor. Sometimes you have to act like it's cold and it's really hot. And sometimes you have to act like it's hot and it's really cold. <laughs> I like that. Uh, 83... Uh, it was another good year for King movies, really. The Dead Zone. Oh, Dead Zone. Love with, Dead with Zone. With Christopher Walken. And that's like a great, because that was a, it was Cronenberg, right? Yeah, it's Cronenberg, yeah. and it's Walken, and Martin yeah. Sheen, and, and uh, 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 what's the lady who's not Karen Allen? Oh, not Karen Allen. Uh, from Invasion of the Body Snatchers, I think. Yeah, Brooke, yeah, Brooke yeah. Adams? Is that right? I don't know. I, I mean, know. you could have prepared and looked this up. So I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm and I'm not going to now. But I think... But I think, like, I mean, the Dead Zone, for me, at least, I can't remember... Uh, I remember, like, when I was a kid and uh, the trailers and everything, but I don't remember how successful it was, box office-wise. It didn't do well. Yeah, it did. But I think that actually is... Uh, that was a great pairing of material and director. Yeah, it's true. You know, because that was, like, that kind of... Uh, that particular type of story in the, the psychic... And King also goes to the psychic well a lot. He likes yeah. uh, uh, psychic powers because then I believe we'll be getting Firestarter soon. Oh, uh, well, yeah, we'll get that. Uh, but uh, 
but that that kind of like uh, melding of of Cronenberg and King, and then Walken's super distinctive uh, performance. Uh, I I, re- I I really like that zone a lot. Yeah, it's a good movie. Uh, also in '83, the aforementioned Christine, mm-hmm. uh, Killer Carr, um, Stephen King sort of ode to teenage them. Yeah, um, but again, it's also kind of like the '50s. Uh, yeah. B drive-in kind of thing. Well, it's a slasher movie, yeah. but with yeah. a possessed car, yeah. yeah, that can make itself better after it gets smashed yeah. up. Which in itself is absurd. It's ridiculous, but it's great. Well, yeah, and it's especially great if you're a teenager. The novel yeah. was too, because of that fantasy of of taking down the bullies. Yeah, yeah, you know? the power fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also that conflict of the main character. Well, the main character is really the best friend of the guy who. Falls in love with Christine. Yes, but that sort of conflict. The, the, yeah, and the you know he he paraphrased, not paraphrased, but like changed a little passage from the Bible when he said that what is what is uh, love eat love is a cannibal. Oh yeah, yeah. What does it eat? Friendship. Um, I always like that, but it's it's a good movie, and and you like. You relate to the guy getting revenge, but then you also see him him corrupted, corrupted, and, yeah. and, and yeah. you know no, it's, it's all, it's, all it's, very interesting. It's, it's very cla- it's a classic. It's you know it's got the classic morality play. It's got you know it's it's a great again. It's a really great B movie. Yeah, it is. It is. And then uh, then we have nineteen eighty four. We got a couple of King movies. Um, Firestarter. Firestarter. Um, which. I don't think it's a good movie. It's not, but I enjoy it. But it's yeah, it's more of a guilty pleasure. It's a good yeah. It's a it's a good Sunday, yeah. you know, late Sunday morning hangover picture. It's got the. I mean, it's got uh, some of the best use of uh, what is. Uh, there's a oh, shit. I can't remember the name. It might, it might be called this, but there's a oh, a website that. Uh, uses the phrase psychic nosebleed zen (laughs) just documents in comic books and movies and stuff every time like a psychic gets a nosebleed whenever they use their powers (laughs) so Firestarter is like a classic example of that so you know their powers they're really powerful but it's also hurting them is their nosebleeds (laughs) is that the one where George C. Scott has an eye patch I think so yeah yeah he has an eye patch it's a stupid movie uh uh in, uh, and the other the other one that came out in '84 uh, is Children of the Corn. Oh yes, which is also uh, unbelievable garbage. <laughs> it's so dumb <laughs> that I mean, and that's it's I think so the dumb. short I've story. Probably, I've probably seen that the first one five times. Oh yeah, I easily. I You've def- way more. I'm oh sure. yeah, yeah. I I love Children of the Corn movies because uh, because they are that kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, and it's based on a 12-page short story. It's not a yeah. novel. Yeah. It's like... It, no, it's a 12-page short story that has spawned a franchise of stupid movies. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So good. But it's the first one's got the classic Malachi character. But but yeah, but it's also... It's like that one is was also in an era when you would you would do this type of like, you know, B or what would become a direct-to-video movie. And... It's the the material you have is threadbare at best, yeah, and it's not very good. And all but, you can get is Peter Horton, yeah, but and ev- Kirstie Alley, yeah, but, or no, no, Linda Hamilton, or Linda, ha- yeah, and but everybody just let's just fucking do this as serious as we can. <laughs> it's gonna be good if we do if we if we act hard enough, it'll be good. <laughs> and you don't get that effort anymore. No, you don't. Like, it's everything is done ironically now. If it's a bad movie. 
Yeah, that's true. Like the Sharknados, they're all ironically bad. They think they're ironic, but they don't. They're like Alanis Morissette ironic. Just shitty. (laughs) Fly in your Chardonnay. That's not ironic because flies are attracted to that. To Chardonnay. This sugary beverage. Flies are terrible drunks. Fucking drunk flies. Uh, Then in 85, we got Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye. I like Cat's Eye. I like Cat's Eye. Yeah. Um, Because that's a. Yeah, because that's the. uh, it's kind of an anth- it's an anthology. It's an anthology. Yeah, it's anthology. It's three. There's James Woods and right. Quitters Incorporated. Yeah, with the yeah with the the, the having to uh, walk around the edge of the building. No, sequence. That's the ledge. Uh, 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 that's, that's the ledge. But that's in Cat's Eye. That's part of Cat's that's Eye. That's in Cat's yeah, Eye. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, Robert Hayes. Robert Hayes. Yes, has to walk around the ledge, and that was a short story uh, based on a short story that he wrote. And then the second Quitters Incorporated. Was James Woods, James Woods you yeah. know, and the and it's like basically the mob cuts off his yeah. wife's fingers every time he smokes, he smokes or whatever. A cigarette, yeah. And uh, and then the third one, which was written specifically for the movie, it's not based on anything. Is Drew Barrymore, which is the little the gnome, though. Yeah, and that's why it's yeah. called Cat's yeah. Eye because she's got the cat, and yeah, the cat and saves her from yeah. the goddamn the goblin or whatever. Yeah, that was. the wall troll. Wall troll. Yeah, I like that. It's a wall. God damn it, we got wall trolls. We got wall trolls. Well, the 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 daughter keeps telling the parents. Drew Barrymore keeps telling her parents there's a fucking troll in yeah, the wall, and, they and they're listen, like, "You're yeah. crazy. You're a crazy yeah. little girl. You're having uh, you know, you're just having nightmares." And then at one point, because the troll has like a, one of those jester hats with bells on it, yeah, and the mom spill accidentally spills a jar of marbles that you keep around the house. I guess because it's called cat's eye, and that's cat's You're eye marbles. You're saying that like I mean I got like four jars of marbles in at home. That's weird. Okay, just ready to spill. Okay, all right. I don't. That's not a thing uh, I do. It seems like that seems Is something that most nor- everybody has. Oh, okay. I didn't know, but she spills the yeah. jar of marbles, and in the jar is a little bell. Right. And she picks it up, and it's this long moment of just looking at this little bell, going, huh. <laughs> What is this little bell? I wonder if we have wall trolls. Did we, did we get... When we had the place appraised, <laughs> did they check for wall trolls? Did we have a wall troll? Because that's going to kill the value. I just assumed the termite people were also looking for wall trolls. Yeah, I mean, if you want to put the place on the market now, I mean, you can, but I got to tell you... The wall trolls are going to kill the value. Yeah, they. if you have wall trolls... For one, you got to tent the shit out of that place. <laughs> <laughs> but also, and the wall di- trolls—they like take like yeah, like is they you have to put like two tents. Yeah, yeah, and they do a lot of damage to load bearing. Yeah. you know, wood and stuff. So yeah. yeah, you have to be real careful. Yeah, yeah, don't. If there are wall trolls, I recommend just you walking know what? away. I Walk think away. I would. I think it's probably also because of the metal and the bells. That's what's screwing with your Wi-Fi. Up. Uh, you're right. Wall trolls. Wall trolls. That's what it is. That's why your wife has a screw. Yep. 1985 uh, also saw um, Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. I like Silver Bullet. Yeah. It's got Corey Haim in a yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. His crazy uncle, Gary Busey. Yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. And then somebody's turning into a werewolf. I don't want to give it away, but Uh-oh. it's kind of one of those things that King loves to return to. Yeah. Who the evil people yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, 86, the classic. Was it Stand By Me? Maximum Overdrive. Or no, maximum, the classic. <laughs> oh, it's Stand By Me. Maximum Overdrive. Like, I saw that. Your definition of 
classic is suspect at best. <laughs> You're right, Stand By Me also came out in 86, and that's really a classic. <laughs> but uh, You're an asshole. <laughs> I, uh, I talked my wife into letting uh, me show Maximum Overdrive to my kid because... Wait, so he can, so he can watch the steamroller roll over that child? Uh-huh. And the and the like the baseball coach get killed by coke cans. <laughs> oh, like because he can't step to the left of the coke machine. <laughs> it's like that sequence is like Charlie's Theron getting crushed in Prometheus. It's like just move to the left. Look, I know it's inappropriate for a kid to watch this movie, but no, this is this but podcast this is, is now evidence. But this is the thing: if you're eleven. That's the fucking coolest movie <laughs> because it's about trucks coming alive and running people over. And halfway through that movie, he looks at me and goes, Dad, this is seriously the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like they're like homicidal transformers. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, and I, I rewatched the uh, the trailer. I don't know if you remember oh, the Stephen trailer. King. I'm Stephen King. I'm gonna scare the, the hell, hell out of you. The worst trailer. And his, you know, he's got weird eyes. I think he's yeah. got like a lazy eye or cross eyes or something. So his eyes look weird. But but that was the height of his coke abuse. Yeah. Was when he was making that movie. Really? That's it. Doesn't show. No, it, that's what I love about the trailer. He's so he's so backed up in his sinuses. <laughs> You could tell he's fucking wired on way too much coke. It's great. I recommend if you can't stand the movie, if you just can't do it, just watch the trailer. It's worth it. So stand by me. Stand by me. That's it's great. Uh, non horror. Non horror. Yeah. It did involve a dead body. Yeah. But it's non horror. But it's a great. great I mean, it's a great story. I yeah. Mean, you know. Uh, and it's a, and it's a classic, uh, classic film. I mean. It sure is. It's Rob Reiner, right? That's, it's Rob yeah. Reiner who is now. Uh, so vehemently against cigarettes in movies you know he wanted to yeah, make yeah, yeah. It, it if a cigarette appears in a movie the movie has to be R-rated yeah you know sort of thing and it's funny to me because he had all four of these They're fucking smoking. kids smoking cigarettes yeah. kids children yeah um 87 Creep Show 2 are we just listing movies we're not talking about them already? oh you want to talk more about Stand By Me I mean I feel like Stand By Me is been... no I, so I'm just saying we're just going through our I, list no, I'm I like get... yeah I saw that and that's the year it came out okay well no you we're talking about them I just we have a lot to get through we haven't gotten out of the fucking 80s yet well, the, uh, how is this my fault you chose 1987 Creep Show 2 <sighs> do you remember Creep Show 2 yes I remember Creep Show 2 and I watched it next movie <laughs> Because we are pressed for time. I like, no, I like Creepshow 2, the one, because uh, it's not Romero, and there are fewer stories. I don't remember who. Was, Some, it, was it one director or was it multiple directors? It was one director. But I it's only, it it's only, like, the first movie had five different stories. Yeah. This one has like three? three. I think it's three, yeah. Um, and one of them's about a cigar Indian that comes to life and kills a bunch of assholes. And then, Which is. You know, still racist, but it's racist. But George Kennedy's yeah. delightful. Yeah, and and like then, even though the Indian is getting revenge, it's yeah. still super racist. It's it's a di- it's dicey at best. I wouldn't say at best. <laughs> I would stop at dicey. <laughs> it's and dicey. maybe not even that. You know, like it's, yeah, it's just racist. It's a cigar Indian coming to life by that. You can stop the pitch right there and go. It's racist. You're a racist. <laughs> Yeah, Cigar Indian yeah. is... Stop! 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 Cigar Indian! No! <laughs> no! But, despite the Cigar Indian story, I like the raft. 
Oh, um, yeah. Which is about a bunch of people... Getting uh, eaten by tar. It, it, well, it's it looks like a like a bunch of... Garbage bags. Garbage bags taped together, floating. <laughs> <laughs> but who cares? I liked it. And then... And then Sticky the, garbage bags. And then the third one's the one <laughs> where the drunk lady runs over a hitchhiker. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> which my wife and I still to this day will go... Thanks for the ride, lady. Because she like <laughs> runs him over, but then he's back alive, and she can't kill him, and it's 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 special. Um, eighty-seven. Ooh, eighty-seven. That's an important That's Stephen King too. adaptation year. Oh, is that Misery? No. Oh, well, Misery is what like ninety? Yeah. Uh, no. Think Yafit Koto in a bodysuit. Yafit Koto in a bodysuit. And. Oh! Running Man! <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, yeah, with some of the clunkiest Schwarzenegger one liners. Oh, yeah. Well, I think clunky describes the entire movie. Oh, it's clunky as fuck, but I like it. Oh, I, I love it, and it's so not even remotely close. Like, no. it's so. It's like. It's further from the source material than The Shining was. Yeah, it really is. Doesn't. Oh, yeah. But without any like artistic intent. No, it it went off the rails because it was a Schwarzenegger vehicle. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger was changing the fuck out of the story yeah. so he could make it a Schwarzenegger action now, picture. Now, uh, 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 brilliant bravura performance from Richard Dawson. Dawson's yeah. great as the as the as the you know himself the game show host. He's the he's the he's only the sh- good he, performance in the movie. He's I mean, the, he's the only remote glue right. in the movie. Yafet Koto is always good, but but he's but his character his character is yeah. not yeah. there. I mean, he's just there. Yeah. He's the black guy. Yeah. that's it. It's it's pretty no, bad. No, no. And that's you know, but that's because that's a but that's uh, that but that was one of the Botman books, right, Running Man? Yeah, because those are I think my favorite King. Yeah, my favorite one of those is the long walk. The long walk, yeah. yeah, yeah. But but the the that what is it? There was four of them, right? It was like four mm-hmm. four stories. The, I think those are my actually my favorite King stories. Well, and there was one in that collection that was eerily prophetic. Rage. Yeah. 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 That was. Uh, yeah. Which, if you don't know, it's about a kid taking over a classroom. Yeah. But those are like no, there were like like novellas. There were like four novellas. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But that's yeah. The that's, Bachman books. Bachman books. Yeah, I liked them a lot. Yeah, they were good. Eighty uh, nine. So it was after a uh, Running Man. I'll give you. Let me. Let me give you a hint. Sometimes that is better. Oh shit! That's uh, uh the Pepperidge Farm movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Pepper Moving on. Farm, it's a uh, Pet Cemetery. That's a Pet Cemetery. Cemetery. Oh, yeah, right. that's the movie that Denise Crosby quit Star Trek The Next Generation to go make. I'll tell you this about Pet Cemetery and Fred Mistake. Gw- Fred Gwynn is great in that movie, but that movie is, and, it, and it's actually, if you watch it, it's not a bad movie. It's not poorly, it's well directed. Yeah. It's paced well. It has creepy elements, but the two lead performances, I'm sorry, are so wooden. That they derail the whole movie, mm. especially the lead dude. 
I mean, I don't want to talk shit about acting or anything, right, but, 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 but you you're just did. I so just why, did. Sorry. Why stop now? Sorry. It's true, though. I mean, it's true. We should. There should be a remake of Pet Cemetery, and you should star, so you can right these terrible wrongs. Maybe. I guess. <laughs> but I liked the movie as it was yeah. in a weird way, especially because of the Zelda. Oh yeah. The the yeah. the spinal meningitis yeah. sister, <laughs> who <laughs> gets it was weird. She becomes Gage the child, so it's like a little. Oh, I didn't like that. I didn't. It gave me the the willies, and it was a bad image. Um, and the, yeah, it, yeah, it's it, with better lead performances. I think it would have been a b- bigger movie. Um, Tales from the, 1990, Tales from the Dark oh, Side, the, dark the movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he one of the stories, the Cat from Hell, right. was uh, his. Um, although to be honest, I don't remember that. Um, I don't remember it either. Uh, oh. Oh no! I think I do. Oh good. Let's. I talk think it's about like it. a old. I think it's like. It's a Burgess Meredith or somebody. This like is it. just a podcast about what you remember from Stephen King. Yeah, this, you've seen. Uh, yeah. Is this what we're doing? Yeah. This is very ill prepared, <laughs> and I don't think very entertaining. I'm having a great time. You seem to be enjoying yourself. <laughs> so there's that. Oh my god! 1990. You got misery. Yes, it, it, which, which is, is oh, uh, that's one of the best. That's probably it's probably the best, the best at least horror adaptation. And that's because Reiner, that's great. Reiner again, right? Yeah, yeah. So Reiner's two for two with On Stephen King, King yeah, movies. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So uh, agreed. I, don't know, I don't know what that means, but he is. Um, then in 1990, there was also Graveyard Shift. Oh, I don't quite remember. Graveyard yeah, it's Shift. it's a rat horror movie. It's about a guy who takes a job in the graveyard shift in a factory, well, I assume and he has to do battle with rats. Oh, okay. I don't quite. I don't really remember that. It's got. It's fun because the boss is who's a real asshole. You know, um, it has this like crazy main accent that I really enjoy. Oh, okay. Um, but it's 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 one of the worst Stephen King <laughs> theatrically released Stephen King movies for sure. Um, um, and then in 92, speaking of bad <laughs> Stephen King movies, but this is it. It's like, specifically says an adaptation in title only. Oh, boy. 1992's The Lawnmower Man. Oh, that's right. With Pierce, Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan and, and Jeff, uh, Fahey Jeff Fahey as the... Lawnmower as the, Man, the titular. Yeah. Who's, who's a Who gets mentally a challenged... Cr- Cute guy who gets sucked into a computer. Yeah, and becomes super and be- smart and, and becomes bad '90s CG. <laughs> God, it's that is a that movie is so bad. I love it. Like that, th- your perfect double feature is Lawnmower Man and Free Jack. <laughs> that that sounds painful. <laughs> and and I'm positive you have a copy of both of those movies in this room. Oh, for sure. <laughs> we could do that. We could easily do that. We could do that at any minute. And then, and then you follow it up. Like you want to, you want to stay with the computer, but you want to like dial it back a little bit. So you, of course, mm-hmm. at the end of the evening, you go for Sandra Bullock in the net. Oh yeah, that's like a light. It, yeah. You can go to bed. It won't give you yeah. nightmares yeah. like the terror, the terror of Lawnmower Man, and Free Jack. Uh, Ninety-two. Sleepwalkers. 
Oh, right. You remember that one? Yeah. No. It's about, like, these but, weird, like, vampire-esque yeah, okay, people. Yeah, vamp- Yeah. They're, like, aliens who are vampires, and they're incestuous, I think. Okay, yeah, this this is one of, like, the king concepts, like, the dreamcatcher <laughs> concept, that is just a mishmash of a bunch of nonsense that never makes any sense. Right, exactly. It never comes together in any way that and they're and they're functions. And they're stalked by uh, cats outside. Like they, their, their enemy, the are sleepwalkers cats. enemies are cats and the cats gather around oh, their house. Oh shit. That's right. That's terrible. <laughs> it really is I rem- Now I'm the vision that I'm remembering the cat now. I'm like, yeah, that's awful. Speaking of your cat right now. I'm like, oh, hey, Burroughs, you got to go chase some sleepwalkers. Go get some sleepwalkers, you son of a bitch. Uh, it's not moving. Ninety two also saw Pet Cemetery too. Pet Cemetery D. Uh, starring Eddie Furlong, and oh, f- fresh uh, off his Terminator two. Yes, and uh, uh, what's the uh, bad guy from Highlander's name? You know that big guy. Oh, oh, the Kurgan, um, Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. I love Clancy. Clancy Brown. Brown's great in Pet Cemetery too. He's a very evil stepdad. Abusive step. Clancy Brown's always a great bad guy. He's fantastic. He's very scary. Pitch perfect bad guy always. Ninety two also saw another uh, sequel. Children of the Corn two: The Final Sacrifice. We're already at like forty. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to. Well, once once we get what we're we're about it's about to go quick. This podcast is a disaster. Who, who would want to listen to this? I don't know. Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. Uh, no. Uh, the Dark Half in 1993. I don't even know. I, I don't think I even saw that one. That's Timothy Hutton. He's a, he's an author. But the, oh, the, the evil character that he wrote about for years, he kills. But then he comes to life and like demands oh, that he writes yeah, a, a yeah, new... No. Uh, no. Uh, Timothy Hutton. Uh, 93, uh, Needful Things... Oh, and Max von Sydow. Yeah, Sido, and Sido. Ed Harris. Yeah. Eh, uh, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's elevated by the cast. It is. Yeah, you got... Yeah, it is. The book, I thought, was more fun, but it was also I I read the book. more intensely gory than the movie was, ultimately. Um, 94. The terrifying The Shawshank Redemption. How yeah. do you feel about The Shawshank Redemption? You know, the weird thing is... is Here's what I think. I actually, th- I like The Shawshank Redemption. Uh-huh. I, I think it's a good movie. Uh-huh. I think it's been uh, played so much sure. that I can't stand it now. It's like the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, except the difference is at one point The Shawshank Redemption was good. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a good movie. Like, when I first saw it, I was it's like, good. oh, this is a good movie. It's it's a little bit hokey, I well, would say. But it's ho- no, but it's a, it, but, it's yeah. It it is hokey. It's a little hokey, but I'm okay with that because that's I the tonally, I don't think that's exactly what it was going for. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's true. It was accidentally hokey. I don't think it was accidentally a little feel good. I don't think it was accidentally anything. Yeah, yeah, they that's did Darabont, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I mean that's uh, and I tend to like Darabont stuff. So. Uh, uh, and he does good King adaptations yeah. as well, actually. Yeah, and so I, you know, so I think that was exactly what it was intending to be, and uh, and I and I liked it. I did too. 
1995. I can't stand it now though, because it's been a but no, no, it's for 25 it, it, hours a day. For yeah, years. and it's not the kind right. of movie that you really. Hey, so, I got. I'm gonna watch the Shawshank Redemption. Well, some people are like that. They watch it constantly. Mm-hmm. If it's on TV, they'll watch the whole thing. They like to get their cry in. You know, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's kind of like the same thing, like uh, like a Christmas story. Sure. It's I love that movie, but it's also been played so much that right. now I kind of can't stand it. Yeah. I get it. And it upsets me because I'm like, I used to love that movie. And I'm kind of like, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's been overplayed. Yeah. I agree. It's like a, it's like a, the fucking, it's just like a song that you hear too anyway, many times. Anyway, is a good movie. Yeah. 95. The Mangler. <laughs> uh, starring Ted Levine is about a uh, killer uh, laundry press. We can move on. Okay. Uh, it's got Robert Englund. Actually, I, I, the Mangler is one of my favorite bad movies. It's just such a hunk of garbage. And then, and, and it's such a dope <laughs> It's like, like, and, and it's a I mean, lot. like an idea that anyone other than Stephen King would have pitched it. They would have been told to get the fuck out of the office. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about a killer laundry machine? And so they have to have excuses for people to constantly be falling into, into this laundry, laundry machine. Yeah. And then... Because that can't sustain itself eventually. And this is a five-page short story, by the way. Stretched into a feature-length film. That makes no sense. Wait, hey, it sounds like this podcast. Yeah, maybe. Uh, (laughs) And the climax of the movie is the laundry machine. Am I right? No one who's still listening? (laughs) In the the laundry, in the laundry, the thing, it starts running after people at the end. We're at like 45 minutes. That's great. 95, Dolores Claiborne. Yeah, I like, I like Doris Claiborne. With uh, again, yeah, bringing back Kathy Bates. Yeah, so yeah. you can't go wrong with Kathy Bates. See, ninety six, thinner, great Stephen King novel. Yeah, but uh, painfully bad yeah. movie. But it's got camp value, so yeah, you know, campy. yeah. But the it just it's very dumb. Um, uh, let's see, uh, ninety eight uh, had uh, or rather, oh, ninety nine, the Rage Carry two. I forget. Oh, forgot God. about that. Yeah, but did, was that did he write a book or was that just? Well, he just movies? gets credited. For, yeah, you know, that for the count. story. That yeah, doesn't, it doesn't count. count. Uh, Ninety nine, the Green Mile. Uh, that's another uh, another Darabont. Uh, Darabont. Yeah, and again, uh, I, again, it's uh, I I I like that movie. I like it too. I think it's a good movie. Yeah, um, it's, it's sweet. solid. Yeah. It's sweet. Again, it's got the uh, tonally. I think it's it's exactly what it's trying to be. Right. Um, and uh, good performances. And yeah, good movie. 2001, Hearts in Atlantis. An early Anthony Hopkins not giving a shit performance. <laughs> yeah, I don't even really remember much about that. No, it's it it was really boring. 2003 saw Dreamcatcher. Oh, God. Another one of my favorite bad movies. Yeah, that is... It, it, the, the, that's the an unwatchable Stephen mess. King, William Goldman, Lawrence Kasdan. Like, yeah, no, it's like a fucking dream team. Yeah, and it's garbage. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awful. It's got Tom Jane. Uh, what's that Scientologist who's in the Alvin and the Chipmunk movies? Yeah, uh, and, and, uh, and, and Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis from and... from uh, uh, was on Billions now, and he was on Homeland. The first couple of seasons of Homeland, or what I like to call Spy Jazz. Yeah, uh, the thing I remember about him in that movie is the trailer. He had this great line reading of "What did she want from me?" Like really scared. And in the trailer, I was like, "Oh shit, what's he looking at?" That's good. But when you saw the movie, they actually put the CGI of the creature in, and you're like, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> Talk about ruining a good performance. Uh, 2004, Secret Window with Johnny Depp. Oh, no. No. 
2004 riding the bullet with David Arquette. I don't. Even, I don't think I. Even, I never saw that. That's like a. I never saw. It's that. not even a horror movie. It's just like a Next. drama. Next. 2007. 1408. Good. Oh. This is a good... No, that uh, was the John Cusack in the hotel, yeah, the hotel room, room. Right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. And 2007... Who directed it? Do we know who directed that, or uh, did you not prepare yourself? I didn't prepare. All right, anyway, uh, I, mean, I, like, I like 1408. Yeah, it's really good. And the Mist. Uh, Mist, I like the Mist. Which is another Darabont. Darabont. I like the Mist Although people hate the ending, but I like yeah, the Yeah, but ending. that's why I like that movie. Because that ending is ballsy, terrifying, and horrible. Right. Exactly. 2013, we've come full circle... 2013 saw a remake of Carrie. Carrie. I didn't see PG-13 it. PG-13 garbage. Never mind. Uh, Rage Carrie 2 was way better. Because at least in that movie, a guy's balls fell out and rolled. <laughs> <laughs> Roll. You have to complete that sentence. <laughs> a guy's balls. A guy's, at least in that, a guy's balls fell out. <laughs> 2016. Uh he was reunited, uh, Stephen King is reunited again with John Cusack uh, and Sam Jackson, who were in 1408, oh, was in yeah, yeah. Uh, with a movie called Cell. I didn't see that. Nobody that did. Yeah, it came. came away. Oh, it was a direct-to-video? Direct la- la- no, it got a limited theatrical. It was like one of those cross- You have a copy of it, though, right? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah. How is it? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrible. So that's it. That was the last one that came out in theaters. What we have to look forward to is the aforementioned It, parts one, two, and I believe three. It's at least two but parts. But they're doing theatricals? Yeah. It's a theatrical how are you top, trilogy. How are you going to top Tim Curry as the clown? I don't know. Well, the clown actually, the clown, the footage I've seen of it, he's, he's creepier than Tim Curry. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. He's, because it, it's like... A, and it's the, ma- like, it's the makeup and stuff. Yeah, I didn't think scary. I didn't think the, the show was that great, but I thought Tim Curry was fucking scary yeah. as hell. Yeah, he was. And and uh, it, it, the source material's really not great. No, it's not. But what's creepy is, is a clown. Yeah. You know? And uh, at the time of the novel, I hadn't heard of scary clowns, so that concept worked for me oh, okay. when I read it. I was like, oh, a scary clown. But now the, you're scared of clowns. But the book just kept going. Like You're like, oh, a scary clown, and then it just keeps going <laughs> and going and going <laughs> forever. Uh, like this podcast. Yeah, and then the other one we have to look forward to is The Dark Tower. Oh, right. With Idris Elba. Oh, yes. That looks pretty good. Okay, yeah. But that's anything, a fantasy film. Anything I mean, with Elba, oh, I'm on bar with. I love that guy. Because you, you, you don't know... You don't know Luther, do you? You haven't watched. No, Luther. I've seen Luther. You know yeah, Luther, yeah, the talk yeah, show. I love, yeah, I love yeah, Luther. Yeah, Luther's great. He's more, great. They're doing more Luther. Yeah, yeah, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, and then finally, and I'm actually interested in this because I like the book a lot. At least the first third of the book is fucking scary as shit, and it's called Gerald's Game. Oh, right. and it's about a lady playing, uh, like playing SNL. Like her and her husband are trying to rekindle their shit. Yeah, you know. And so they do, like, he ties her up in, like, sexual role play. And then he, she's tied up, and he has a fucking heart attack and dies. And she's, and she's stuck, stuck to the up. bed. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's a really good idea. Um, but then the, it's one of those Stephen King books where it's like, that would have been a great, you know, long short story or a novella yeah. or something, survival story. But then it's a whole novel, and it just keeps going. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. But uh, but that the, concept, you can make a good, you know, 90, 100-minute movie. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can make a good 90-minute thriller yeah. based on that. So, you know, uh, overall, the thing... The thing, because when I think of Stephen King, and he's got this, his movies have a reputation for being shitty. 
They really do. Well, no, but but the problem, the thing is... But it, I don't think they're as bad as everybody thinks No, they're not. Here's the thing, though, is King himself, his ideas... It, it starts with his ideas, and his concepts range wildly from, wow, that's a really fun, cool, scary, interesting idea, and that is a mishmash of nonsense. Right. And the because he's had such huge success... No one puts a filter on that when they're talking about right. he's got know, no funding a movie. He's got nothing but yes men. Yeah, that's the and, problem. Yeah, and well, but it's not so much that it's the studios themselves. Yeah, like, like we, oh, we just want a Stephen King property. Right, we don't give a fuck if it's any good or not. Yes, we'll pay a million dollars for a five-page yeah, short story and, about trucks. Yeah, and, running people over. Yeah, and and King is like. All right, fine. fine. Fuck I it. Mean, I don't, I don't care. Do I have to do anything? No. All right, give me the money. Like he doesn't give a fuck, and he shouldn't. No. You know that. You know what he that, does? He's he's in the ideal position you want to be in. But you know what he does? That's cool. Is if you're a, a young filmmaker and you don't have money, he will sell you the rights to stories of his for a dollar. Oh, if he likes. If he your, likes what you're saying, see, that's, and, and he'll give it to you for a dollar. This is why I like King because yeah. I'm not always on board with his stories, but I like the guy, and because he does shit like this, and you know. Yeah, he seems like a good guy. I yeah. I met him actually. I went to I stood in line in New York to to get his autograph. Wait, so we waited. We got to like 50 minutes in this podcast before you said, "Oh, I met him." Oh, I, I, it was it was like a fanboy meeting. He was signing books, and I had my copy of The Stand, which is still my favorite Stephen yeah. King book, and I, I, you know, hardcover expanded edition, and he signed it for me, and I shook his hand, and he's and he's and he when I shook his hand, he's like, Jesus, you got a firm grip, you can break my hand. I got to sign like a thousand books. <laughs> But he said it in his weird man accent with his crazy <laughs> eyes, and I was like, ha, ha, bye, Mr. King. I'm a dork. I'm a nerd. I know you are. <laughs> Get out of here, you nerd. You read my shit, you nerd. <laughs> Look at all these nerds. They're wrapped around the block. <laughs> all right, any final uh, words about the Stephen King uh, listicle podcast we just did? No, I just think it was really too long. I thought you did a great job. <laughs> Listening to you list Stephen King movies. <laughs> Thanks, Adam Blau. <laughs> <laughs>